As we know, one of the principal themes of Christianity is forgiveness and mercy. And our blessed Lord in the scriptures continuously hit upon this theme, and he does so again today. I'd like to start with this question. What do the actions of God through his son Jesus Christ and his death on the cross, what do those actions say about how God views our sin? Because I think that it's an important consideration. How bad is my sin? How bad is my sin? How bad is your sins? How bad are they? Um, And I would assert that in today's world, much of the sense of sin, it's, it's been going on for, for decades, but um, much of the sense of sin is, has really been lost because, you know, there's sort of this, you know, this sensibility now that nobody's really that bad. And, uh, you know, we're all sort of good, good people trying to do our best. And, um, and I think what has happened is there's been a corrosive effect in the evaluation of our own sin. So from God's perspective, which is always kind of touchy to say, how can I know God's perspective? But from God's perspective, what did he do to remedy the situation? What actions did he take to forgive our sin? He sent his son to take human flesh and unite humanity and divinity for all of eternity. And in Jesus Christ, um, he... God preached to us, preached to the world about forgiveness, about love, about a number of things. But principally, the reason God became man was so that there might be a perfect death for our sins. So from God's perspective, how bad are our sins? They're so bad that to remedy the situation, it cost God's own life. God himself had to die to remedy the situation. So it doesn't so much matter how we think we ought to evaluate it so much as how God is evaluating. And from God's perspective, our sins are so offensive that the fitting punishment for them is death. The fitting punishment is death. But of course, for any one of us to die to, to redeem the sins of humanity wouldn't work. So he sends his son, so there's a perfect sacrifice. Because he knew we could not pay back the debt. We couldn't pay it back. Not a single one of us could pay back the debt of our particular sins. We couldn't make up for it. Which leads us to the gospel. Because that's what the gospel's about. Right? The man goes to his master who has this huge debt that he can never repay. And the master knows he can't repay it. And so the first, the first uh, uh, solution is, well, uh, then I'm going to enslave you, your family, sell all you have. I'm, I'm gonna, it won't make up for it, but I'm going to get what I can get. I'm going to liquidate your assets and, and get as much back in payment as I can. Um, and then the man who is about to be liquidated, uh, begs for mercy. He begs for mercy from God. And immediately, God just forgives his debt. 
which is kind of amazing. So you go from a position, right? This man represents all of humanity who has this debt they can't repay, right? We cannot repay our debt to God, the, the, the cost of our sins. We cannot do it on our own. This huge debt that demands blood, it demands death, it demands suffering. Because of the actions of God, we know that this is what it demands. And so we could go about it that way, you know, and, and try to make up for it the best we can. But as soon as the man says, please have mercy, the father forgives everything. He just wipes it clean. Every sin is forgiven, which is amazing to consider because we can only really get inside the concept of mercy if we understand how bad things were for us or are for us. It doesn't seem that merciful if our sins aren't that bad. Well, he's a pretty good guy. Let him go, you know? I mean, when we go before the Lord and be judged, eh, you're fine. Go ahead, sneak in, you know? You can come into heaven. That's not how it works. It took Christ's death to forgive our sins. So the, the debt is huge. And so you would think then the repayment of the death debt should be death. It should be, you know, just as difficult to repay. But God doesn't do that. As soon as we ask for forgiveness, forgiven. How much of it? All of it. Wiped clean. That's amazing. I think that's amazing. Now, that's the first theme of the gospel. But the second one is this. The man who was forgiven of this huge debt, this huge burden, um, you know, goes to somebody else who owed him a debt, who had sinned against him, as it were. Right? It's an analogy. He goes to him, and, and he will not forgive the debt. Right? He throws him into prison. He will not forgive him for his offense. He won't do it. And when the master sees this, when God the Father sees this, he makes that man repay his entire debt. So it should be pretty clear what the deal is here. We can either be people of mercy or we can allow God to make us repay the entire debt through pain and suffering. That's exactly what he's saying. It's not even um, unclear. It's, it's obvious. Be, be somebody who receives mercy and gives mercy and forgiveness. Or be somebody who tries to receive mercy and then lives in resentment and doesn't really forgive anybody else in their life. And when, as soon as the father sees that, which is immediately, then all of that debt which was forgiven is placed right back on our shoulders. And we now have to repay it. That's what he's saying today. Be people of mercy and forgiveness, or you won't receive it yourself. This should be a great challenge to us. It should be hard to hear. It should be painful to hear. Because I think that a lot of people struggle with forgiveness. Actually, I don't know anybody who doesn't struggle with forgiveness, including myself. It's incredibly difficult to forgive. Because when we've been hurt, you know, I mean, when we've been hurt, we have wounds. We have deep wounds. How do we forgive when we have wounds? 
This is the great difficulty. Well, certainly Jesus, who had been offended by every single one of us because he's God, had deep wounds. And what did he do? He willingly suffered with those wounds and then redeemed all of humanity. So forgiveness doesn't mean that the suffering goes away. It doesn't even mean that the pain goes away, away right as well, right, goes away right away. Jeez, look at that. <laughs> you know, because it doesn't. I mean, that's our experience. The pain doesn't go away right away. You know, it remains. And sometimes it remains for a long time. But here's the thing. It comes down to what we choose. It doesn't come down to how we're feeling or what we think. Okay? Because those things get in the way sometimes of forgiving. Forgiving is really an act of the will. It's a choice. Well, I don't feel good about the choice. So what? How many of us do in life? How many choices do we make in life we, we have to make, and we don't always feel good about them? But we got to make them. And so the same with forgiveness. We can choose to forgive and not like it a whole lot. I don't really like this, but I know I need to do it. I'm not over the pain yet, but I know I need to do it. I know that, that God, that's what God is calling me to do. The thing is, is that we cannot expect the person who offended us to take away the pain. And I think that's why we hold on to resentment and unforgiveness. Because we want that other person to either, to either suffer or something or, or feel as though our actions toward them affect them negatively in some way, our resentment, which it never really does. But we want something to happen there. And that's the problem. We want justice. And we won't get it. We won't get it in this life, very rarely. The other person is not going to take away the pain that they caused. Even if they apologize, that doesn't necessarily take away the pain. The pain and the suffering that's there, there's only one who can, who can heal that, and that's Christ. So we can choose through a conscious act of the will to forgive another person. Maybe we don't necessarily want to completely, but we can still choose to do it, which means letting it go, which means not holding on to resentment and not holding it against them. It doesn't mean allowing them to hurt us again, but it does mean letting it go and then allowing God to heal our heart, allowing God to heal the wounds that are deep inside of us. This is the kind of people he wants us to be. That's what he clearly calls us to do. And if we do it, what freedom we have as he takes away everything, every debt, every sin that we owe to him. Please stand.